Capital City, Washington, Olympia. We are Beer Plus Three, where we attempt to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. We have wife ambiance. We do. We do. We have wife ambiance, but also we have uh, our, our, our podcast favorite, our foreign correspondent, our capital city man. It is Mike Zamora. Cheers. Salud. Thank, thanks for having me on the podcast. Thanks for still being the podcast. Well, you know, true. you're, you're one of my favorite people. Yeah. And then there's me, and again, we too make three. Right. Well, I mean, if we don't make three together, certainly the wives do. I mean, you know. Absolutely. There's nothing I like more than having them close by. It just kind of makes me smile a little bit. Mm-hmm. This is the shoots, correct? This is what is this? This is the this down. Is really good. This is the down and dirty IPA. I was going to our Olympia version of Bevmo last week. Uh, me and a close friend was shopping at the Bevmo. I did a little bit of beer shopping, and you know it's not a bad place to grab a beer. Uh, they had a ton of beer. One of the things that you know you kind of notice because earlier in the week I went to one of our local beer stores here in Olympia. We've got uh, the Gravity Beer Market, which is three blocks down the street from me. It's a really nice place to go grab a beer. The guy who owns it is real nice. And they've got not a lot of beer. You know, they're not like Bevmo. Yeah. But every beer that's on the shelf is a fucking winner. There, oh. There is no stinkers in the place. Everything nice. is hand curated. He knows exactly which beers are good. Yeah, you know, the only problem I had was, you know, he had some Ballast Point in there. They sold out last year, so a little Wait, bit. Wait, Ballast Point sold out? Yeah, Ballast Point got $1 billion. Wow. They, I think, sold out for more than anybody else did, I think. So we're going to see some uh, Goose Island fucking <laughs> Hulu fucking advertisements for Ballast Point now. Because I, I like Ballast. They, they made some good shit. And that's why they commanded so much money. But I think they actually... If I remember correctly, they sold out to the Corona Company. I don't think they went with the uh, typical Budweiser. Really? Yeah. If I remember correctly, I mean, I might be one of our listeners might be able to. Uh, one of our listeners might be able to. Uh, <laughs> right on. But you know, Sculpin, you know, and they had jalapeno Sculpin, and they did some good stuff. So. Yeah, the uh, I think the Habanero, yeah. the Habanero IPA they came out with was wonderful. Yeah, terrific, terrific beer. One of the best chili beers I think I've ever had. I was sad to see them go, but you know, you never know. Some of these, it could be that uh, some of these people that sell out end up actually not being that bad. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what other the choices I have because I'm just afraid that the shoots is next, and I'm like, if I don't start changing my attitude here. That's going to suck if, if it happens yeah. to shoots. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and it might not be shoots. It may or may not be, but uh, they have recently branched out. They're opening a place on the on the East Coast. Really? Yeah. They uh, they have gotten so big over on the East Coast, you know, the distributing all their beer over there has gotten to be such a challenge. They're opening up a brewery, I believe, in Ohio? Ohio. Ohio, of all places? Yeah. What's in Ohio? Yeah. Is it Annapolis? What the hell? Yeah, is no, I better look it up before I start talking too much shit. You go ahead and talk while I... Um, you want me to talk? I want you... Ohio. What the fuck is in Ohio? There's... It's Cincinnati. Cincinnati is in Ohio. Cincinnati, yeah. I don't think they would open up in Cincinnati. That just doesn't seem like a beer city. I don't know. It doesn't feel or sound like a beer. I've never actually been to Cincinnati. Um, the most I know about Cincinnati is there was a radio station back in the 80s. It was called WKRP in Cincinnati. <laughs> as, as far as I know. That's as far as I know anything about Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm hoping that Cincinnati, Ohio. Roanoke. Roanoke? That's in New York, isn't it? Or is that in Virginia? Uh, no, that's Roanoke. Um, Virginia. There's an island. Uh, come and join our beer in August. Roanoke's... Pub to 27th. That's where you go. Yeah, site location on the outside skirts of town. Beautiful views. Access to the Yeah, but where? Roanoke. I've only just had that one. I think Virginia sounds right. Virginia. Roanoke, Virginia, I think. But if if they do that, you know what? Good for them. Good for them. 
It, I hardly no, I mean, you know, the, the, I was right. Thank you. Uh, for once, my geography is spotless. Everything else, I'm fucking terrible at. I do remember the first time I went in there and, and you know, I was talking to them. And they're like, yeah, we're like, uh, you know, we're like the number four craft brewer. You know, we're kind of big, but we're not really interested in going big. Well, maybe maybe the, the sites have changed a little bit. I, I think I think uh, Deschutes, by the way, this, this beer, Deschutes, uh, uh, down and dirty. It's an India pale ale. What do we got here? Um, IBUs, 80. Alcohol by volume, uh, 6.3. It's a good. Profile, earthy hops, blah, blah, douche. Who gives a shit? It's good beer. It is fine beer. The shoots, I think, is one of those... I mean, they really became... They were big back in... Back in the 90s, for crying out loud. I remember drinking the shit in the 90s. Right. Yeah. And, well, they had the, uh, the, the Blackview Porter was everywhere. Blackview Porter was everywhere. Right. And uh, you know what? If I think it's one of those cases where you get so big, you really you have options. I mean, you have options. You can do what you want. And if this is what they want to do, absolutely. I'd rather them do this than sell out. Absolutely. I'd rather them do this than become in bed. This is this is a much better move, I think. It's like, yeah, I mean, everybody wants to learn and grow and move on, right? What do you think? You know, Bend is a great place. Bend is terrific. Love Bend. Love the shoots. But what's next? I mean, you get to a certain point, and it's like, what next? We can continue to do what we've been doing and keep doing it, but why not aim for the fucking sky? Absolutely. Absolutely. Why, why not shoot some bottle rockets? I'm very curious, and I would like to know uh, if, if, if they've actually sent some of their stuff overseas and where they might be uh, bigger overseas. That would be interesting to find out. So that's uh, perhaps that's something to communicate with them and, and see see what happens. There. Well, I, you know, I do have a trip planned for Ben. I'm really hoping you can come along. I'm hoping. Too. I'm going to do everything within my power to make sure that you can come along. I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping we can, depending um, on what what's happening. I mean the the seventy the seventy dollar motel motel. That sounds like something we might be doing. Might be doing. That's the way I'd like to do it. You know, I, I don't care, you know, as long as it's clean and I feel safe enough. <laughs> and Ben's a pretty safe community. It's not like Olympia where you got a bunch of homeless people wandering around like zombies. Well, and hanging out at the library, apparently. Right. The, Olympia, it has the, the, the most educated homeless folks you could want in right. homeless folks. It, it, it certainly does. Uh, you know, if you, if you come down to Olympia, check out the Olympia Timberland Library, a.k.a. Homeless Camp. And, uh, you know, get your fill. Meet some new people. It's interesting. <laughs> Meet some new people. <laughs> you got to put socks in the trash. we got the holes in the feet. So it's been a while since I've been on the podcast. What's new with you? <sighs> well, if you've been listening to the podcast, you kind of know. I mean, I'm, I don't know. There's really not much going on right now. I mean, we've been in... Last weekend was the first weekend in like two months we had nothing else to do except hang out all weekend at home. Really? There's no games? Uh, no games, no, no D&D or Shadowrun, um, no, no like parties or drinking or doing anything. Well, not that I didn't drink. Um, but there was nothing really going on, so we just got to stay home. I remember doing that a lot, a long time ago, and now it's a rare occasion. Not to say that we're popular, I don't know. Oh, yeah, you're popular. <laughs> you guys are certainly popular. But, uh, you know. You guys are the center of a universe. I, <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, certainly down here you've created your own universe, and I, I think I think it's pretty awesome. But uh, Yeah, it's, it's quiet. It's quiet for sure. I mean, I, I enjoy, I love having guests. I love when you guys can make it down. But when you're not around, you know, it's like, what do you do? It's, it's uh you get lots of time to relax, and you know, not, nothing wrong with relaxing. Absolutely, absolutely. I do miss my friends. It's nice to have you down. You know, uh, you're down this weekend. Eli was down the previous weekend. I got uh, Brianna's coming down for some training. So you know what? You're, you're, you guys are loved. That's yeah. all you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. Yee! Well, I'm, I'm doing my best to convert y'all, and, and you know, I think some of you could move down here. I, I w- wouldn't. It wouldn't bother well, me any. I mean, uh, it wouldn't bother me. Every time I love Bellingham, though, so yeah. I'm really. Every time you're down, I try to show you the best of our community to make you feel welcome, make you feel at home. You know. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, unfortunately, I still have not gotten a new license yet. Because um, I keep forgetting. Really? Yeah, I'm so not used to going down and getting my license. So 
Last weekend we were supposed to do it, and uh, I don't know what happened. You know, at a certain point they start charging you like an extra thirty bucks on top of the original fee. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Uh, fuck! I gotta I, go get my. I, I think you might have thre- hit that threshold because I spent I spent a day last week sitting down at the DMV. Um, yeah. That was in a bit of an experience. I'll, I'll tell you the cool thing that uh, about it right so so one of the first cool things about the dmv experience was you don't have to go in every time you can renew online i know and i should have done that but i didn't even know my license was um expired until we came here and i wasn't allowed in a bar right so yeah that's and since then i've completely forgotten my wife reminded me hey did you ever get your license like fuck i didn't (laughs) shit so maybe if I can go online, that would be cool if I can go online. I don't know if I can do it now. Um, you, you might check into that. You can do it. See, the problem is, one of the great things about it is you can do it online, but you can only do it online every other time. So this time, when I went to go renew it online, I said, no, mm, no, we need a fresh picture of you. We ain't seen you in a while. We want to smell your flesh. We want to smell your flesh. The zombies of the DMV want to get a sniff of you, get a whiff. So I got a birthday coming up next week, and the birthday is always when your license is going to expire. So I made sure I got in this week because I don't want to be I don't want to be creating those situations when I go out and about. Recently, I've been going out with a new friend of mine, and uh, the carding thing seems to happen a little more bit more frequently than I'm used to. So it'd be nice to have. Yeah, in Bellingham, it really is. Unless you're going to one of the clubs, right? It really doesn't happen. I can go to the local. I can go to all the little uh, beer joints all over the fucking place. We're in our 40s now. I mean, and we look like we're in our 40s. Exactly. It, it used to be even in my 30s and 20s, all I had to do was take off my hat. Right. Look, bald guy. Yeah. Done. Oh, never mind. You know, but now apparently everywhere. So I, I went and spent the afternoon down at the DMV Wood. Okay, so so not only can you renew online if you haven't done it before, and like I said, you get to do it every other time. I don't know if I've done it or not, to be honest with you. But they now have a counter online, so before you go in, right, you can pull it up on the website and you go, the current wait is one hour for license renewal. Oh. So I sat online all day just looking at that timer. I went, oh, okay, hour and a half. I don't want to sit in there for an hour and a half. I just sat and I watched it and I watched it. I, it's down to 45 minutes. I... I'm going to lunch, guys. See y'all later. <laughs> Jumped nice. into my car, drove up to Lacey, because there's, there's not one in Olympia, and there's not one in Tumwater. You got to go all the way down to Lacey to get to the DMV. Really? Right. In our state capital, there's not a DMV. No, nah, you got to go to Lacey, which is, you know, three miles up the road. I was going to say it's never. No, away, it, 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 it was actually literally across the street from where my wife works. <laughs> Nice, um, and she's her her job is only two and a half miles away from the house, so you know it, it, not that far. But uh, you, you know, for a lunch break, so I went in there and I sat and I sat and I sat some more, and it wasn't forty five minutes; it was closer to an hour, but it wasn't that bad an experience. You know, my wallet was a little bit lighter when I left, but overall, I'd have to say the experience not that bad. All right, well, I got to I got to head down. And, yeah. Get my goddamn license renewed because I can't. I just didn't even think about it. My wife mentioned it that once. We came down here, you know. I, I not something to think about. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it happens. I know how to drive. I drive all the time. <laughs> so. I drive all the time. I'm not sure if I know how to drive. Well, that's true. I, I'm not the best driver in the West. Right. I did get pulled over for driving like an asshole once. Right. So not recently though. Not recently. That was years ago. But you know, habits die hard. All right. So, so you've been all cool. on. Minor. Oh, right. tiny little so, shitbag. So we're sitting out in the sun in Olympia. You we know, are. Literally overlooking the state capitol. The capitol building is yeah. somewhere over there. It's right behind that tree. I mean, it's right can, behind that tree. I can see it from where I'm sitting. You're at a bad angle. I am a terrible angle. Yeah. Um, but uh, man, we were talking about the state capital in school. You were. Now you were. What did you learn about the state capital, kiddo? Anything interesting? Because yeah, you, you, well, we were just talking about our state. Yeah. You're visiting the state capital. Do you know if you turn around and look off the porch, that big building over there that looks like kind of like an inverted booby? 
inverted yeah. booby. Right. <laughs> Normally a booby sticks out straight, this one's sticking up from the ground, but if you look right over there, it's about a mile over that way. In fact, when we were downtown earlier, you were only about two blocks away. Yeah, in fact, uh, when we were driving into town, you saw it. You should have saw it, but you weren't paying attention because you're an eight-year-old. But no, this uh, this is lovely beer, actually. It is. I, I'm glad. I'm glad we're drinking it. Like, I, like I, we had visitors last week, and uh, I went out and bought a lot of beer, and I found that I, we didn't end up drinking very much of it. <laughs> well, they're they're more of uh, partakers in other things. Yeah, yeah, you know, we had. Speaking of other things, I mean, have you uh, you've been kind of relatively dosing? In a different direction. Well, you know, the last time I was on the podcast, we had all, we had all, it wasn't just me. It was you, me, and Rick had all said, yeah, I think we're going to make it to a pot store. It's been legal now for a while. And I still, I've never and, done it. And I started feeling guilty. I was like, well, you know, I still haven't been, and I kind of promised on the last episode I was going to do it the very next week, and I go, well, it's been like a couple of months now. <laughs> I Shit, maybe I should go do it. Shit. So I went and did it. And then I had to go do it again, and then I had to go do it again. Really? Yeah. I mean, what, what's it like? I mean, for those those listeners... That haven't done it yet? That, that are, are either in, you know, Australia, Paul Lynch, yeah. or Paul Lynch, sorry, um, or, uh, you know, our, our folks in Virginia and, and those places. I mean, what do you... What's, what's a pot store, like a legal... Real adult, grown-up pot store like. Well, I, I can tell you what they're like around here, and uh, and let me let me let me start the story with this: is, is it did actually take me three attempts before I was successful. Yeah. Which you know you usually don't have that much difficulty, like if you're going to your dealer, right? I mean, you might have had to hang out from with them for ten or twenty. You always the dealers are the worst, man. Right. You got first of all, you 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 got to try to call them. They finally answer the phone. You're like, hey, you got you holding? What's up? Oh, come on over. And then you have to listen to them talk about their fucking legitimate kids and. Some ex-wife they keep calling a bitch over and over again. You, no, no one wants. To I, I don't need that. You don't need no. that. Nobody no. needs that. So, I made the attempt. We were sitting here one night. And we we're like, you know, it might be fun to kind of try to get high. So I thought, okay, let's do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to the store, and we're going to do this. Yeah. So uh, I got in the car. I know right where the place is at because we drive by it all the time. Mm-hmm. Went down there. Got to the parking lot. It's nine thirty. Doors closed. Nine thirty a.m. Please P- tell P- me it's a.m. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's closed. It's locked up. This place has been done for about an hour. I'm like, what the fuck? Nine <laughs> thirty on a Saturday evening. Wow. Uh, yeah. So for, first swing in, done. You know, I, I strike out. So I was like, okay. I hung my head down a little bit low, picked up some beer on the way home. Please, if I owned a pot store, I'd be open at like uh, 1.30 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Because no you know people are getting out of the bars and they want to come down. So I don't know if there's regulations preventing them from being open at certain hours. You know, it goes back to the olden days when we used to have alcohol stores. You couldn't just go to a grocery store. So I don't know if it's that aspect or not. So. The, ne- the very next weekend, I said, "Let me uh, let me try this again." I went out. I picked up a big a big dose. I, of, I picked up to the a big family size teriyaki dish, and I'm on my way home. I'm gonna stop at the pot store. I'm gonna get the pot for a little bit later after I eat this teriyaki. I stop. Teriyaki is pretty awesome. I get up to the door. I look inside the window, and what do I see? I see this little ATM machine. And I go, there's an ATM inside the weed store. Cash only. Fucking cash only. <laughs> and I know from experience, I know from being in downtown Olympia, they're about 10 to 12 years behind the time. So, you know, whereas Bellingham has finally caught up and not every place is cash only anymore in Olympia. No, sometimes you can use the chip on your card. Right. In, in, in Olympia, a lot of places are cash only. So I've kind of learned that cash only places still exist. So here I am, no cash, bag of teriyaki. Well, fuck it, ain't happening this weekend. Go home. Weekend number three, it's it's 9 o'clock on a Sunday, and I'm like, well, I know they might be closed. So I, I look up the app. Oh, I go, oh, there's more than one weed store around here. No. 
this guy's open till 10 o'clock on a Sunday. But you just said I looked up the app. Is there an app for weed stores? There is. I think it's a weed finder or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So it's like green menus. It's like beer menus. Yeah. Except for, for yeah. weed menus. So I found another place that was about another mile up the road, still relatively close. It took me seven minutes to get there instead of five. I get there. This time I'm prepared. I have cash in my wallet. But I don't got a ton of cash because I'm like, I don't even know. What's a dime bag cost? Should be A dime bag should be a dime. You know? I mean, that's why you call it a dime bag. Um, no, because it's, what, like 10 something? Yeah. So I had $23 in my wallet while I walk in there. You know, I, 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 you know the, the last time we'd gone to the grocery store, I was getting prepared, right? I go, give me a little bit of cash back. I'll have some cash back. So the next time I get to the opportunity to go to a weed store, I'll have a little bit of money to buy weed. I get in there. I'm looking around. I was like, oh, shit. This stuff's kind of expensive. Um, and what it is is you walk in. There's a big bouncer at the door, right? I don't know. Are they afraid they're going to get rushed? I guess they might be. I, I get it. You know, they, they're rushed, whatever. They are handling a lot of money. Because let me tell you, at 930 on a Sunday evening, there was 10 cars in the parking lot. Wow. And this this place was busy. They were they were doing bang on business, and they kind of only want to let like so many people in at once. And bounce her out the door. But you get up to the, the counter, and there's a couple people working in there, and uh, they're basically I don't want to call them beeristas or baristas. They're they're weedistas, you know. Weedistas, I like it. You know, they're up there, and you know, if you know what you want, they can give you what you want. If you don't know what they want, they can start making recommendations. Baristas. <laughs> I get up there and I go, you know, the last time I had weed that had a name, and I think I've only had weed that had a name in my life, like maybe once, and, you know, it was from a, a, a mutual friend of ours, more of a friend of yours, somebody that you might have grown up with, had given me weed that actually had a name. And so I, I told the person sitting at the counter, it's been about three years since I had weed with a name, but here's what I liked. I liked this stuff called cotton candy that I was given. She goes, you know what? They still make cotton candy. I got it right here for you. Wow. He goes, you, would you like that? I go, yeah, let me let me have, because I remember having it, and I was like, that was a pretty good high, you know. A lot of people would smoke it, and they'd go night-night real quick, but for some reason it just it just hit me just right, and that I could stay up, and I'd be chatty enough, in my head enough, but I wouldn't want to fall asleep. So I know that that was one that I enjoyed. So I got that. I went ahead and got that, and then... Uh, I just had to show up. And I was like, oh, well, that's only $10. A dime bag literally is $10. Uh, you know, you can, what? You, you can buy more expensive stuff, but the cotton candy happened to be like some low grade shit. I didn't, to me, it was high grade. The rest of the world, they're considering it pretty low grade stuff. It comes. So basically, cotton candy was Mexi weed. Right. Is <laughs> what we called it back in the 80s. Mexi weed was basically the dirt weed that you would. The dregs of any bag was the sexy one. She gives me the little bag of the $10. And you know what? It's a full gram, too. The other thing is, is when you're dealing with your dealer, and this back in the day, I ain't, I ain't bought a bag of weed from a dealer since I was a teenager. You'd ask for a dime bag. You would never get the dime bag. It would never be the gram. Oh, no. It was always no. like 0. .8, 0. .7. Oh, yeah. This gram bag was actually, I think, pretty heavy for a gram. It was an actual gram, so I thought, well, that's kind of neat because, you know, I mean, they're regulated to some extent. You can look at the label, and it can tell you how high you're going to get, what the content, what the dosage is. And I was like, well, yeah, this is, this is a different kind of experience. The only thing that I'll say, the only detriment towards it, I was looking at it, it's like stems in there. I was like, okay, well, stems are counting towards my weight. I'm not smoking no stems. Might chew on them a bit. Right, but they included the stems. Pick your teeth, man. But I go, okay, well, that's 10 bucks. I've got 23 Let me see what else I can get. I mean, I, mm-hmm. And uh, uh, a recent friend of mine, you know, I noticed every time I'd go over to their house, they'd have a, like a cookie sitting out on the table for them to have a little treat later. Well, well let, me, let, me, let me check that out. It had been a long time since I had an edible. I don't know, I don't know if I ever told the edible story on the podcast where uh, uh, many, many years ago I'd had edibles at uh, a cousin's of mine's house. He was, he was, a, he was a, a grower, right? He, you know, we go over to his house. He shows me his upstairs. He's Most of us are growers, not so much showers. showers right. So he, he takes us upstairs and shows us his grow, his grow op. And it's like, oh, you got the real deal here. You know, it's like the, the upstairs is dedicated to growing plants. So, you know, he's obviously a continuous kind of user, continuous user. But, you, you know, he had some cookies around. And he's like, oh, these cookies taste good. I like to taste these. I'm going to have another. I'm going to have one. Oh, wait. I'm starting to see God. <laughs> God, oh, vomiting all night. Oh, no. This, it turned into be a, like a really horrible experience. Yeah. 
That happened to me at uh, our mutual friend's house where they had brownies out, no label, nothing. I was like, ooh, brownies, and I ate one. And I came back later and ate another one, and then some. finally somebody told me, oh, those are not... Right. Oh, I've eaten two and I'm halfway through my third. Right. Because I'm a fat guy and I love brownies. <laughs> and these brownies are delicious. <laughs> these brownies are good. So, so yeah, uh, that was back in my early 20s, maybe even my late teens. I, you know, it was a while ago, but I was like, I'm never doing edibles again. This, I swore off weed. That night, I spoke to the Lord, and I promised the Lord, I'm never going to, let me live through tonight. Let me and, the, me and my wife live through tonight, and I will never, I'm not going to touch this again. I'm done. Done. Over. Not again. Well... You know, I mean, you can make promises, but you might not necessarily keep them. So here, here we are, you know, almost 20 years later. And I'm like, okay, well, everybody else, give me a, what do you, what do you got that's edible that is going to fit inside my $23 budget here? She, she pulls out this piece of candy. Candies are pretty popular. She goes, this, this particular piece of candy is $5, a chocolate, a little, little square of chocolate. I go, okay, well, I've had some bad experiences with uh, the edibles before. And you know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to give her the whole story. But she goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. You know, it used to be that you know somebody would bring a plate of brownies or some cookies, and you don't know what the dosage is. They don't know what the dosage is because nothing was ever qualified before, quantified. You didn't know what the hell you were working with. You'd go buy a bag of weed from your dealer. You don't know if it's good weed. If it's good weed, you don't know how good it is. But everything now has got like a label on it that tells you how fucking high you're going to get. And you know what? Can I ask you a question? Because uh, now we live in a society where every single thing that we buy, whether it's edible, smokable, or whatever, comes with that little, little calorie goddammit thing on the back of it. Does all the weed stuff have that on too? I didn't see a calorie. Especially the edibles. It should have like how many calories in how many the servings. Cookies, the cookies, I, I picked up somebody's cookie, like I got a good friend. Recently, and she she'll have the cookies, and I look. The cookies will actually have the calories. Oh, awesome, awesome! And, you know, and if you got a calorie that's you know two inches long and you know half an inch thick, that's that's a lot. This is you know a couple hundred calories in that. But what I went for was the pieces of chocolate. So I got little tiny squares of chocolate. And you should know going in, and this is what I found out, that 10 milligrams is the base unit for getting high. If you do anything that's 10 milligrams of the weed, and you're relatively a weak user, you're going to get pretty fucking high. Yeah. So 10 is the magic number to look for. And these candy bars come. They're not candy bars. They're like, I, I showed you one. It's a little piece of chocolate. Yeah, it's a super tiny piece of chocolate. It's it's more of a kind of this rectangle right type of thing going on, and it's 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 quite lovely. Yeah, I I, I will I think try it, but I'm probably gonna like shave off maybe. I'm gonna cut it into like eights. Right. I'm just okay. gonna be like I'm gonna eat one eighth of it, so and then wait like a day. Right. <laughs> so you know I I, I talked to the the. Not, she's not a barista, but the person behind the counter that's helping everybody. The weedista. The weedista. She goes, look, I got the perfect thing for you here with an edible. With an edible, the nice thing is, is nowadays we've got a dosage on it. Like, you could buy this piece of candy over here. It's 50 milligrams for this gummy bear. Or you get this piece of chocolate. It's 10 milligrams. She goes, 10 milligrams is kind of the base unit for real high. Real high for nobody. Like if you if you're not used to using ten milligrams is going to get you pretty damn. So high. probably a quarter would probably be a quarter of that. Thing. So she says, why don't you get this piece of chocolate? You can take this home, and I, yeah. my recommendation to you is you start with a half, and if a half has got you solid, then don't have any more. If a half doesn't have you solid after thirty minutes, and yeah. thirty minutes go by, have the rest of it. I go that that makes a lot of sense. I like this. I like this this new this new world of marijuana where. You, you don't have to worry about killing yourself or seeing... You know what? I'd have been okay with seeing Jesus. I just didn't want to see God again. <laughs> so, I took the, Jesus is pretty awesome. So I took the piece of chocolate home and I go, well, you know, I mean, her recommendation was right. You know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow her, but I'm not going to go all the way. I'm not going to start with a half and then go to a whole. I know I'm a lightweight, so I start with a quarter of it. I put a quarter of the little piece of chocolate, I put it under my tongue, I let it melt. The family's out doing their thing, they're like watching TV over here or whatever, reading books. I, I put in 
the Star Wars The Force Awakens has recently come out. I'm like, all right, let's put the special features disc in. I've already seen the movie. Special features disc, I put that in. And I sit in the chair and I start getting really relaxed. Really relaxed. That's what I'm looking for. Right. Really relaxed. I'm not like giggly. I'm not getting the munchies. Not, not the... Yeah. I don't want the, the, the buzz. Yeah. I want the relax. Yeah. That's all. So I get the relaxed, right? Yeah. And I don't get stupid giggly and I'm still fully functioning. Everybody's walking around me. Nobody knows that I'm high. Yeah. But I've got like a little tiny buzz, and then a half hour goes by, and I go, you know what? I can stand going a little bit deeper. I can go a little bit deeper, so I cut the other quarter off. So now I'm at a half of one of these chocolates. So I'm at the five milligram points, and I wait another fifteen minutes. I'm like, yeah, this is getting really good. I'm really getting into the Star Wars, and nobody knows. I'm not laughing out loud. I'm not raiding the fridge for food. I'm just sitting here. I'm chilling. I don't see Jesus. I don't see the Lord. I'm just sitting in my chair watching Star Wars, really focused in. The one you want to see is Ganesh. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm really, I'm just relaxed, man. Like a lot of the tension is gone and a lot of the worries and the concerns and I'm just able to focus in on what I'm watching. And for me, it was like it was like the perfect kind of high. Like, you know, some highs you want to go to bed. This This didn't necessarily make me tired. It didn't make me stupid laughy at everything that came up. Yeah. It was just sitting in the chair. It didn't make you a zombie. It didn't make you a little paranoid. It was just... No. It was just bring it down, relax, watch some TV. And it was perfect. And I could control the dose. Had I wanted to if had I wanted to go a little bit deeper, I could have gone another quarter. I, I could have... It was just able being able to dose yourself in a manner that is scientific. I think is it makes all the difference in the world. Absolutely, a hundred percent of the difference in the world. Last weekend we had some friends over, and you know I'm talking about eating this chocolate. Speaking of deeper, I think it's time to move on to the next, uh, beer? The next beer, which is our Crux Farmhouse. So, oh wait, there's some left here. I mm. suppose we could slurp down the rest of this. I'll let, yeah. I guess I'll slurp. But down uh, that. we'll uh, we'll share a bit. If you slurp down the rest, I'll open this one up. But go ahead, you had some friends over last weekend. Absolutely. So we had some friends over last weekend, and uh, as I mentioned, you know, I had bought a lot of beer, but they're not so much into drinking the beer. I mean, they enjoy drinking a beer, but beer mm-hmm. beer doesn't bring them the same joy that it brings you or me. Yeah. So, we decide that, well, I've got this bag of cotton candy. Why don't we give that a little opportunity? Because I had yet to open it. I had enjoyed the chocolate so much, I would went out and bought more chocolate. I saw, I saw your package. It was... It was a hell of a package. Sir. It was. And, and you know, the, the one thing I learned was, well, the first time I went out and bought it, and that little one was $5, you can buy five of them. It's only $15. So I think I got ripped off the first time. I should have yeah. bought, bought the five-pack. Probably. Why don't you slurp the rest of that? Yeah. No, poor. <laughs> it sounds like it. So, $15? That's it? Yeah. Well, shit. It, well, it depends. Uh, we got, we're here for the weekend. Yeah. Maybe if I like it. You know, yeah. you know, if you want to, I go. might be replacing like tequila during the week because I'm on a diet. I went down to tequila, right. less calories yeah. in a tequila right. than in a couple of beers. So. I would, you know, I think you should try it. Give it a shot because you know the one thing I wanted to get away from, and this is you know, one of the one of the one of the things I've kind of liked about moving to Olympia was uh, you know the, the the midweek drinking had kind of gone down to nothing because you know it's just not healthy for me. So. This kind of can take the place of it. You know, a little piece of chocolate's not going to have a ton of calories in it. And like I said, it didn't necessarily give me the munchies. Well, I have the munchies regardless. Right. Yeah. So last weekend we had friends here and we, we got out the bag of weed. We were going to smoke a bowl. It was kind of pretty fucking good, huh? Oh, Crux, you've done it again. They, they do it over and over oh, again, man. God, I'm telling you, if I can get you to bend, right? I mean, the stuff that they're putting in a bottle, it's not bad. This is not their top shelf stuff. This is their stuff that we can make enough of to bottle, right? Good. The stuff they put in the bottle... The stuff they put in the bottle is their mass-produced stuff. Even this one, the the farmhouse I saw, it's a mass production, right? This is the stuff that we can mass-produce to get to everybody. But if you can go to the brewery, you can get the special reserve. I'm never leaving. I'm never leaving. 
I was ready to move to Bend. I, you know, if, if I could have found a job in Bend, and I looked, I looked solid <laughs> for six months trying to find a job in Bend. The problem with Bend is they're much like a Bellingham. It's like, you know, even if I got in, I, the first job I took would be the job that I'd have to live with for the next 20 years because another job is not going to open up. There's just yeah, not exactly. there's not a lot of room for IT. In is there any casinos around there? There, <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of casinos here. I, I, you know, I started Googling for casinos here. There's a ton of casinos here. There's, you know... The good news is, is there's a ton of casinos wherever you go, and that's why that's Las true. Vegas is fucking taking it in the pants for the last decade. Yes, yeah. Because nobody needs to travel anymore because of the casino around everybody's corner. Yeah, sure enough. So last weekend we decided to smoke. You know, they had oh the cotton candy, the cotton that's candy. True. Because Back I, the cotton I, candy. yeah, I had the bag of cotton candy, so we got it out and I, I loaded up a bowl. You know, took a big healthy bud off of there, packed the bowl. But we're out here smoking. It's like okay, one hit. And then it goes around, it's not done yet, it's not toasted, so it goes around another time. Well, damn it, it's not fucking toasted yet. It goes around three or four times, and by the time we are done smoking it, I've maybe had five or six hits, but I don't know how that's going to affect me, because when you're smoking it, right, you can't wait 20 minutes like I could with the chocolate. Exactly. Like well, you, you could. You could just, like, not you could just partake. Not, you could just not partake, but, you know, when you're in this kind of atmosphere, it's like, you know, it's really difficult to dose yourself. So I yeah. had had six hits before the, the before we were done smoking it was like oh this is really good this is really fun let me go lay down okay everybody's laying down okay we're, uh, oh yeah i'm sleeping now oh 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 four hours go by now it's time to get up i'm not high anymore and uh you know i've wasted that doesn't sound like fun i've wasted half of the day no it, and that goes back to yeah i mean it was cool for about 20 minutes before i fell asleep but then i was asleep and it wasn't fun anymore exactly the piece of chocolate, I can go, um, I'm as deep as I want to go. I'm not as deep as I want to go. Let me. One thing I've discovered with the tequila thing, I, after one tequila, like, I, you know, I drink it like people oh, drink fuck scotch. Me, that's good. Okay. Yeah. No, it's fucking fantastic. Uh, the beer, by the way. Um, but the way I drink tequila is like most people drink scotch. So they'll pour, you know, a decent pour into a highball glass, and then I just drink it neat. And after one of those, I'm numb. I don't, I'm not drunk, but I'm numb. I'm good. I can move on with the rest of my night. It's wonderful. Wonderful. See, I think I got a drinking problem. I, I know I got a drinking problem. I can't. <laughs> you got a problem drinking or a drinking problem? I can't fucking open one beer and just be cool. I can't really? just have one drink and be cool. I can't have one tequila and be done. I, it like hits me and I'm like, oh, that feels really good. I'm going to have another. I, I'm going to have another. I, I, I'm not calling myself an alcoholic, but I cannot have one drink, and I cannot just drink until I'm cool. <laughs> uh, I, I have drank till I was cool. I have also, like, sometimes I, I partake too much. Like I said, Thursday night, I had three of those things. That was a bad idea. I woke up Friday morning. I was not a happy camper. But you know what? You get up, you go yeah. to work anyway. It doesn't matter how you feel. You still got to go to work, but... yeah. And you know what? I, I'm as much as I'm really enjoying this beer, right? I'm going to do it, and it's going to be nice, and it's going to go down, and it's going to be this experience that lasts while we're sitting here. We're talking. It's a oh, very absolutely. social thing, as opposed to this is what I appreciate about having a good beer: is you can sit around with friends and drink the beer together and kind mm -hmm. of experience together. Whereas the getting high thing is something I want to do by, by you know by myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you know you don't. You know, you don't sit down and enjoy. I think I mentioned that about the psych uh, the, the psychedelics. I don't yeah. know, what the, uh, psychotropics, whatever you want to call it. Like, yeah. uh, um, you know, mushrooms or yeah. acid. Yeah. Those are very personal drugs. It's something you do to enter into yourself. Right. Like beer. And, you know, some people can do weed that way too, though. Yeah. Some, some people, weed is a very social yeah. thing and they can be social. I used to be like that. I was mentioning that to somebody sometime. I don't know what. Uh, I was talking to about weed with somebody who loved to smoke weed and loved to do the weed. And when I was a kid, when I was young, in my 20s, mm -hmm. yeah, I would smoke weed and it would get me going. And I would go out mountain biking, we'd go kayaking, we'd go hiking. I would do whatever I could. Right. When I get high and just fucking go and go and go. Yeah. Can't do that anymore, man. Yeah, no. I, you know, I was never really, I, I never really to that, that level of, um, 
doing things like that. Just I just want to be alone. Like the only thing that where I really feel social is if I'm drinking. But I, I understand, right? Like a lot of people have anxieties about being social. Like, uh, you know, you go, you, you know, I've got friends that are close to me that have social anxiety, and I, I never know that they have social anxiety till they take me to the side and they go, Mike, I really don't have a good time when I'm like in a crowd and I can't talk to people and. You should know that the whole time that I'm at your party, I feel tense because there's so many people around. But to me, I'm more of an extrovert in that manner in that, you know, a big party or having people over, I enjoy the company. I like being around people. It's not extra work for me. That's what I yeah, like. absolutely. So for me, having a, you know, I want to have a drink and get social. I don't need to get high and get social. I already want to be social. It's already in my nature. But the, the people who you're talking about or even maybe even yourself to some extent, when you talk about loosening up when you've been high you know i just think that just maybe it takes a little bit of the edge off the anxiety that you would normally absolutely have. i mean i think i think uh, uh of course alcohol is the original but uh, uh weed and other things like it um social lubricants exactly what it is to be honest with you um i have a really hard time with social situations and i'm gonna say it when i'm sober right you know, it's it's really something that uh, I struggle with. I think me too, <laughs> yay! Um, but uh, I think a lot of people struggle with that, and I think that's one thing. You know, they they talk about like uh, whether it be like soldiers or firemen or policemen. You know, they they have this camaraderie that they've been through something right. that is is is. And I, I honestly think when a group of people drink together. Those that same sort of psychosomatic reaction, whatever it might right. be, happens when you drink with people. Is as that well. this brotherhood I have with you? And absolutely, with absolutely. And Brianna and Brandon. And absolutely. We, I, we, I think so. I will. Also, we've known each other for twenty years or so. We've, we've built the chains, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. and then bound these chains to us even tighter. Absolutely, absolutely. Hopefully, they're not chains. Hopefully, they're lovely silk or maybe some. You know, something a little softer. Whatever you need there, to, whatever you need to restrain yourself. I like a cold chain against my skin. If you want silk, we could do silk. I, I like to be a little more sexy. Uh, maybe uh, some soft leather, right? Perhaps some, you know, some silk and leather or fuzzy handcuffs work every time. A little bit of you know restriction with the metal, right. but also fuzzy. Right. You know, it, and you can get them off in a hurry. I mean, that's the good thing yeah. about the fuzzy hand. The fuzzy, you know, they just come right off. Usually, they've got a velcro strap. If you got to look for a key and unlock that bitch, I'm telling you, it takes too long. When I'm ready to get out, it's time to get out. I don't want to wait for you to have to find the key. That's true, but I think that's why you would leave the keys nearby instead of not being able to find them. I I wouldn't think fuzzy handcuffs if you're if you're doing the bondage thing. That's something you kind of have to pre-plan a little bit. Right. Not, you don't have to overthink it. I think you need to just say, okay, we have this here. We're going to use that. And, you know, mm-hmm. it has to be somewhat pre-planned. Well, well, I mean, what do you think? I've only had one girlfriend that really liked me tied up. Really? And it was creepy as fucking because she wanted me to hit her and shit. And I didn't, wasn't into that. But that's neither here nor there. I don't mind being on the receiving end of that. Usually, I like the the claws. Claws are fun. The claws? Oh, yeah. In the back, like oh, if right. your back is bleeding, you know somebody's having a good time. Yeah, that's, um, a good, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. You know, I can I can deal with that. I'm usually okay with that. It's not something I ever want to have happen, but you know, I feel like in the moment, as long as the, I'm no, it's amazing. It's part of the whole experience. You know, if the endorphins are going, of course you're not gonna you're not gonna feel that as bad. You know, never mind the fact you're going to show up to work the next day. You know, you might have marks here. You might have a bite mark here. Well, first of all, what are you doing showing up to work with short sleeve shirts? Or shirtless. Well, you know, Friday, you know. It's a, Casual uh, Friday, you show up without a top. Maybe some short shorts with uh, some, uh, you know, uh, what do you call those, roller skates? Not you know? me. Not me, baby. I'm, I'm still in my probationary period. I got... Two more weeks to go, and then after that, I can do whatever the fuck I want on a Friday. If I want to really? come in in booty shorts, I don't think I, I think can be you should guy. definitely show up in a net shirt with shorty shorts and roller skates. And this, Absolutely. In this environment, I don't think that's actually going to pose me any problems. At least not outwardly. You know, there might be some backstabbing. Blaring the village people on your eye puzzle. Right. 
you know, I think I think in the background I might get a little resistance, you know, but they're not going to tell me to my face they hate it. Well, no, you got a state job. They can't say shit. You can show up in a dress. They'd be like, oh, fuck, this makes me feel uncomfortable and I can't say anything. That may, may make her feel uncomfortable. Right. Ta-da! Right. And, you know, I'd be able to choose which bathroom I wanted to use, you know. It really doesn't matter. They all have pissers in them. They all got shitters. Right. It's all the fucking same. It's not like anybody's doing anything in the bathrooms that are really I, illicit. I think, I think even if, if, if I ad- identified female and was male, biologically, I think I'd still use the men's bathroom. Because you know what? It's fucking cleaner. And you know what? It's usually less busy. Let's be honest. Every time I walk to the bathroom, and I walk to the bathroom frequently, I always hear somebody in the female's bathroom. Usually I get my privacy in the men's bathroom. It's usually not too big of a deal because there's nobody in there, in and out in a hurry. And you know what? It's cleaner. I've, you know, in, in, in my history, you know, I haven't always had the job where I could sit at a desk and work. You know, I've actually had job jobs before where you had to work. And, you know, it was my job to clean the female's bathroom as well as the male's. And I could tell you that the female's bathroom was always far more disgusting. Absolutely. Stink more. Women's way more of a mess. Worse. Yeah. Every time. Every hands, time. Hands down. Hands down. Absolutely. Right. Um, and one thing I get from work is, and I've been told this by many of the females there, women's bathroom, number one, is more disgusting. But number two, thieving happens constantly in those bathrooms. Thieving? Yes, because they have we have lockers in our bathrooms. Yeah. Lockers, like where you can keep stuff all day. Yeah, where you can get a, uh, you can go to HR. They'll give you a lock, and then you can go lock up your your stuff. Right. Like say you come to work, you you don't want to come to work in your uniform. You 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 change in the bathroom, and you you have a bag, and you put it in the locker. Well, they have those. So, thieving. Okay, that happened with locks. Uh, because I don't know. I don't. I I honestly don't know. Some people don't use locks. Some people are nasty. Some people probably share lockers. Uh, The funniest thing I ever heard happening, and I was there when it happened, (laughs) a woman brought in a giant bag of weed to work, put it in her locker, forgot to lock the locker after she changed or whatever the fuck she was doing, and then it was stolen. So she went and reported somebody broke into her locker. Well, come to find out, they found the person who broke into her locker but it was a giant bag of weed they stole, so both employees got fired. <laughs> this is like eight years ago or something. Oh, so it's long before... Uh, long before the legalization. Right. But it's also still illegal on the rest. So. I actually read an article a couple days ago that said that that actually is going to change rather quickly. Yes, it's going to change. Uh, it was actually just, just legalized for all reservations to do whatever the fuck they want as far as it goes to marijuana. And growing is probably going to be something that starts happening because, you know, they've I hope so. all this weed that people are buying, they've got to grow it someplace. And if they can grow it on a res without any kind of federal interaction, I think that's where we're going to start seeing it happen. Uh, you know what? I hope so. I mean, they 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 certainly have a lot going for them, but they need a different focus than the casino. Well, it needs to be more than that. I mean, casinos. You know, we when, well, when you put all your eggs in one basket, right. it's never a good thing. Right. And, and let's let's be honest. I mean, a few years ago, we went through a bit of a recession in this country, and you were the one guy I could talk to regularly. I don't feel any impact of the recession. <laughs> no, not at all. But. You know, I mean, you still don't need to have all your eggs in one basket. Let's branch out. Let's do something a little bit different. Um, So, you know, I think if they can get away with starting to grow weed. Hey, I like to have hemp seeds. You know, it's a really good source of protein. doesn't get you high or whatever, but it's a good sense of protein. But where do you grow that shit? The stuff I get right now is grown in Canada. Hmm. I'd love to get some stuff grown local. So if somebody can actually be legalized, start growing hemp seeds and hemp for all these other products we got, why not? Bring it local. I do wonder if, if we're going to see a renaissance of, of hemp products. Because ages ago, hemp was an important product. Um, they made rope out of it. They made a lot of things out of this hemp stuff. Why wouldn't you see a resurgence? Somebody make me a hemp condom. That's what I want is a hemp condom. A hemp condom? I'm not sure that would work. But, you know, depends. All right. Is it ribbed for her pleasure? No, it's ribbed for my pleasure. Sorry. I might not even be using it. I, I don't mind a sleeve just for myself. I recently, I, I thought of you when I saw this. 
Um, the, the top ten most nightmaric uh, masturbatory items, basically. Uh, uh, these, these things that people use to mas masturbate with. And a lot of them were male, but the number one was female. And it was nightmaric. It was horrid. Basically what it was, was a giant dildo. And it was a pretty big one. But inside that dildo, it would expel these like egg-like objects that were just slimy as hell, and it would just expel these things as it was entering you. Yeah. And so it would fill you with these egg things, and they were not small. It was not like this. Fist these things size. would fill you up. Fist not, size. Not quite fist size. Maybe like a, a small child fist size right. to make it even more perverse. Right. But. <laughs> But they were, they were like, you know, those plastic eggs you get on uh, uh, Easter and stuff. Yeah. Like about that size, maybe a little smaller. A little bit of girth to them. Yeah. A little bit of weight. So it was, it was foul. The other things were uh, there was a spiked glove that you would put on to jerk off with. It was spiked. But soft spikes, though. Come on. It was soft spikes, right? Maybe. I don't know. But they looked pretty yeah. Yeah, rigid yeah. to me. Um, there was another one that was like that, but it was like a worm, so they called it the, the, the worm full of spikes or something like that, and there was some several other ones, but the one that really touched me, it hasn't touched me yet, I've ordered it, um, is the, the egg one, and so I don't know if I'd want that many eggs in my anus. So. Did you really order the egg one? Because I, I, I have heard, I've heard of the egg one, and I've been extremely intrigued by it. But I haven't found it. Like I, every time I go to look for it, I can't find it because I don't know what to Google for. Alien egg depository, vagina, uh, the, anal. The, um, I'll have to forward you the website with the top ten list. I think it's on cracked.com. And it's the like top ten scariest masturbatory. Like, and when you expel the eggs, right, you want to be able to like. Open the eggs, transform the eggs. You want to see what's inside the egg. Exactly. It should be a chocolate or money in each. Right. Yeah. Chocolate. I'd go with chocolate. Give me a little bit of chocolate that's been expelled. But I don't know if you'd want chocolate that's been inside an egg, inside a dildo, and then inside you. I'm not sure I'd want to open that egg. I wouldn't be against it. <laughs> I'm, but I'm kind of liberal. Some people more conservative. I'm a little I more get, conservative right. when it comes to ass play. So I think everyone knows this if they've listened to the podcast. Right. So, uh, but I don't know. I don't know. The egg thing looks. At, I don't mind a dildo. I don't mind. I. I don't, I'm not sure I would mind ass play performed on me. But uh, you know, huh. really. But I don't know if I could do ass play on somebody else. Right. No, 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 not so much. So, because I can appreciate a good prostate rubbing. Yeah, I think I think we all could. There was, well, there was a there's a recent article on Vice, you know. I mean, it came in through the Facebook feed, and it was like yeah. how to how to how to properly rub a prostate. It, By the way, this beer is a five. Yeah, it might be. Might be. No, not might is. Well, bear in mind, and I'm not going to call it a five, but bear in mind, this is their mass-produced beer, the one they can get to the shelves. The one that's for consumption outside of a 50-mile radius from the Crux factory there in Bend, Oregon. This is really good. I can't call it a five because I've been to Crux. I've had what Crux will serve out to you. Fucking palate-blowing, mind-blowing. It warms your soul. Yes, this is soul bear. Um, so if there was such a thing, if there is such a thing, this is soul bear. So while that's very good, I can't call it a five, but it's easily a four. It's easily, this is among the best that you can get. Um, if you're looking for a farmhouse size on, um, look for Crux Farmhouse. I mean, you know, the only regret I have is not bringing back any swag from the Crux. You know, I started thinking about it. Like, I could have got a baseball hat or something. That's going to be the problem I'm going to have because I love to bring back swag. Like this time, I was looking at the glass. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, but, fuck, I need you know, to you know. buy a glass. Because yeah. I bought a growler last time yeah. at Three Magnets. Yeah. Love Three Magnets. <laughs> the servers are really slow, but uh, nonetheless, okay. 
It but was a great. I tell experience. you what, we're approaching yeah. an hour, so earlier today, let's let's wrap it up with this. Earlier today, we went to the Three Magnets uh, worldwide release of their Little Rain IPA smoothie edition. That there, it wasn't little rain. It was little little juice. Little juice. Little juice. Little juice. Little juice. Juice, juice spelled correctly, not on the like the big can. Right. Too, yeah. And I understand that, but there's a lot at the J O O Z E. Yeah. <laughs> juice. Yeah. Mm. So earlier today we went down to Three Mags and we got uh, some of the very first release of that. Mm-hmm. A few months Absolutely. ago. A few months ago, prior to you guys came down for your birthday, but the week before your birthday. The wife and I went down there, and they had that on tap. And I was like, fuck, this is a fantastic beer. I want all my friends to try this beer, because it's really fucking good. It's super good. It's unique. It's not like any other IPA you've ever had before. It's not. It's definitely not like any other IPA you've had before. It's fantastic. And I want everybody to have it. And then you guys came, and it was tapped out. They had nothing left. It was all gone. Every little bit of memory of it was no longer available. And I was like, fuck. Shit. Fuck me. I've got all of my friends down. I got Jeff. I got Rick. Brianna. And everybody here. And I want them to try it. And it's gone. It's all gone. No more. They're not making it anymore. It's gone. It's done. Shit. Well, hopefully they'll like another beer that Three Magnets makes. And you guys had Three Magnets... Beer. We loved Three Magnets. Three Magnets is wonderful brewery. You guys had terrific beers that they made, and everybody enjoyed it. But now you're back this week, and it's like, okay, they. I think they finally clued, they clued in, like maybe how many compliments they got, because I was like, this is a really good beer, and I'm sure other people were saying, hey, you got something special right here. Yeah. Make more of this. Shit. Make more of this shit. So not not only did they make more of this shit, but they started they bottled this shit. So today was the release. And party! Wow, the 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 juice smoothie, the little juice smoothie, or whatever the fuck it's called, absolutely fabulous, unfiltered IPA, but it had it almost had a a, a nose of of uh, a saison or a farmhouse, right? And then you just get the IPA on the back palate, and it's thick. It's the Absolutely amazing. It's amazing. It's beer. completely viscous, yet even mm-hmm. though as viscous as it is, the IPAs and the fruits that they have in it, the fruity flavors you get, it's all very crisp. Mm-hmm. They're able to somehow make it malleable and thick and frothy. It's frothy. The beer is fucking absolutely frothy. Exactly. It's absolutely It looked like frothy. whipped cream when the head, when the head, you get that perfect head that's like what, maybe a quarter inch of head. And it is it is just frothy. It looks like whipped cream. All right. And typically, if you have anything that even resembles that, it's going to be very malty. It's usually that maltiness is bringing all that that thickness in. But this was not malty at all. Not at all. This is the it was, opposite. This was it was hot. Very very little malt. Of course, I had the uh, their uh, brown Belgian, right? Which was fantastic. I'm not a huge fan of brown ales, but when you add Belgian to anything, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna taste some of that. Yeah, I'm gonna it, taste some of that. Pun intended. Right. So you're right. I had I, to wrap to wrap up the little juice. It, a great beer. Very refreshing, very crisp, very on the nose. It should perfect become, summer beer. Perfect summer beers. You, you, you should be able to find that in stores coming like today. Starting today was the release. Uh, I know Miller told me that he ran into some three mags up his way, so I'm sure where he yeah, got it. Yeah, they're out and Yeah. You know, they're, they're bottling now, and they're making a name for themselves. Really and also, you know, Melvin has been bottling, and I, um, I've bought some of the Melvin. I wish is amazing. Every time I go to the, the Gravity Market down the street, that's you, you missed your opportunity. It comes in and it's gone. I'm like, fuck, that's Melvin. Yeah, Melvin's in and then Melvin. it's gone. Um, their regular IPA, where I live in Bellingham, Safeway will sell a full growler to you for $9. Full growler? Oh, Melvin? Melvin IPA. It's so good. I just bought one last night. I probably shouldn't have, but I did. I probably drank too much, which is why I got up late this morning and yada da da. But it was amazing. You made it on time, baby. You told me noon. You showed up at noon. Uh, I showed up before noon. I was really surprised at how good we made in time down here. 
So, so, so you, yeah, so to wrap wrap it up. Well, please. final thoughts. Give me your final thoughts, baby. Give me your final thought. My final thought is, man, a brown ale, Saison or not, is going to taste like a mouthful of pennies to me. I don't know what it is. It's just that tang, that. Cit- I don't like it. That brown it. Belgian was good. Fuck it. it, it I entirely don't like it. I, yeah, I just, just cannot do a brown, and and you know how much I love Belgians. I love I love that yeast. I love that fruit. I love that funk. Mm-hmm. But you add that, it's not it's not the yang. It's, it's multi. It's 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 a really multi 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 multi. You know, it just has that metallic to it that yeah. I, I can't I can't get around. But I know a lot of people enjoy it. It's a popular flavor. Um, me, I'm going to enjoy the sunshine here in Olympia. It's currently you, probably you are sweating, sir. Yeah. It's, it's, it's you're sexy. Yeah. You're glowing. I'm glowing. It's it's it's, it's got to be pushing 80 if it's not over 80. I'm enjoying sitting in the sun. I'm so glad that you guys are down, and we're going to make sure you have a good weekend. Because if there's one thing, if there's one thing I want to do is encourage you to make this feel like your home, so that you know maybe I can see you a little more. Baby, wherever you live, I am home. Yeah. So uh, and. That that's my final from Beer Plus Three. Uh, um, my final thoughts. My final thoughts are this: I'm, I'm happy to be down here with one of my greatest friends, and, and I love you guys so much. And I, I I can't wait to drink more beer with you, and I I, I can't wait to sample a bit of the, uh, the edibles. Yeah. You know, we're we're I'm gonna try this out. I'm 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 gonna go a lot slower than you did, though. I'm gonna go a lot slower than you did. Um, but. Nonetheless, there's no reason I not. To. I think it's going to be a good weekend. Yeah, it's going to be a good weekend. Awesome. Um, I got up this morning kind of not feeling like I wanted to drive this far, but the drive was good. Once you get here, once you get here, right? Like once the drive's behind you. Yeah. Like, once you get to where you're going, it's not the having, it's the getting. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just you. Once you get to where you're going, it's 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 not the journey. It's it's the meeting. All right. Good night, so. Rick. Good night, Brianna. Good night, Paul Lynch, and uh, we love you, Dave. We're out. Dave's not here, man. I already told you, Dave's not here. Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swatman and Michael Zamora. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave. Kick your ass is going to kick my ass, but uh, check, so. check, 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 hi Rick, how are you doing? Hi, Rick, 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 check, Rick, Rick, check, Rick, Rick, check, Rick, check, 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 check. and away, check, away we go. So I think we're good. <laughs> three sisters. Andromeda. So we're recording right now, huh? Recording right now. How's it sound? Sounds perfect. Yeah. Well, how's the, the background noise? Uh, it's, it's a little loud, but we'll see what it comes out on yeah. the recording. Well, couldn't you put... You said there it's four-track, right? Yep. So couldn't you do the background tra- noise in one track? Or does that work that way? I don't know that much about it. You, so. you could do that if, you have, if we had a third mic out the back end. You could hook it up and then record, record the ambient background noise, right? And you could turn it down. And then you could probably even use that in the editing process to pick that track out of the other tracks. So. Nice. That's pretty sexy. Yeah. That's probably getting more complicated than that, I... I don't know. This is a uh, mobile recording studio. This is a mobile basically yeah. what it is. Exactly what it is. So you don't have to lug a briefcase around. And the laptop and wait for Windows updates and um, yeah. all that other jazz. Which we had to last time. Yeah. I, you know, how many and how many t- how many hours have we wasted? And then I wouldn't say wasted because you always open another beer while you're waiting for those updates. Yeah, I'm not going to say. It's not wasted. But it, you know how much how much how much extra warm up time did we get waiting for a Windows update to happen? Pretty much. No, every time I open my laptop up because I don't use it very often, I have to do a Windows update. I like it. Yeah. In fact, my computer blew up the other day because of a Windows 10 update. Really? Yeah. So it rebooted like 17 times, crashed, and then came back, 
and then had to download updates. Yikes. Yeah, and that was one of the reasons why uh, Audible crashed on one of the last podcasts yeah. is because the, uh, the, the cache was yeah. being used up by Windows 10's update because oh it had downloaded it All into right. the cache and it couldn't download anymore. And it just wouldn't update. It wouldn't update. It wouldn't update. So that's what happened on the last recording where you guys had to prune it out and pick it up. Yeah, where I used my phone and, and where he used my phone stuff instead. Which really, my phone picked it up pretty well as well. So Yeah, it didn't do too bad. I mean, you, I mean, you could hear it in the recording, but it, you know, it was nice to actually have it there and available rather than just have dead dead spots or whatever. I mean, yeah. might even have had to scrap the Or weird skips in the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Schizophrenic conversations. Yeah. <laughs> They're already schizophrenic enough. <laughs> I am getting this beer right now. This, this beer is amazing. Three Magnets Brewing flagship Little Juice Smoothie Edition. All right. They've always done the Little Juice, but it's like the smoothie edition where it's kind of not filtered or whatever. It's, it's cloudy, it's murky, but it's still crisp and Thick. refreshing. The head on it's nice and frothy. Yeah. I like it a lot. Beautimous. You you mentioned you wanted tattoos because we drove by 16 tattoo tattoo yeah, brothers. Yeah, there's a lot of tattoo places in Olympia. Uh, Olympia is the home of, of to the about, tattoo. You know, two dozen places. Yeah, there on some blocks there are two tattoo places. <laughs> yeah, we drove. Maybe it's not um, that expensive because if it's so yeah, many, it's all the competition. I think we mm -hmm. pulled in like took, huh? we took you 105 exit. Oh, yeah, actually, you had to come down uh, <laughs> and instead of going straight to the capital, I turned <laughs> I to go downtown. <laughs> yeah. And so There's I knew one, that yeah. was where you guys were close to. So. Right. Oh, yeah. It only took us about another six Pretty minutes cute. to get to your house. Yeah, that's that's the way I usually come is 105 anyways. 107, you got to come down that, that road. It's kind of slower sometimes. I don't know. Not that you got Depends two, on your driving style, I guess. Time. Yeah. Uh, no I don't know. I took my time. Yeah. I mean, and seeing the town's kind of nice. You know, Eli and those guys were here last week, and they wanted to come downtown. So I, I just drove a, them around like, town and, like, went out around the lake and yeah. up into Tumwater and showed them around. Nothing wrong with getting the She's like 50. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, two daughters, 18 and 19. Oh, the ABV on this fucker. And the tree, me, that's a tree. I just read that, too. So yeah. star. 55 yeah. IBUs. You know, it's, it's like a... a Last tree. weekend we were here and I ordered... Uh, the daughter, the tree. Was it called Big, big Dumb Face, Big Stupid Face? Big Stupid Face, what?